Welcome to The Breakthrough Hour with Pastor Camille McKenzie. Arise to your dominion. Don't tarry. It shall speak. Who am I speaking to? Pastor Camille McKenzie is a powerful woman of God who was anointed and appointed to execute the spiritual mandate. You must win. She operates in the five-fold ministry to bring deliverance by the power of the Holy Ghost to a lost world. But I come to prophesy to somebody and let you know that Jehovah has the final say. This is your breakthrough hour. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia. I pray for this word. I pray for the anointing that makes preaching easy. Kill every demon, God, and everything, every high thing, God, that exalts itself against this word. I pray for receptiveness in the house. I pray that angels are standing guard at the door, in the inside, the four corners, on the pulpit, uh, in, the, in the sanctuary right now, God. I pray, Lord, that this word will bring forth an accomplishment in the earth realm. Let it bring forth sales souls, transformation, God, and deliverance as we ask for your presence and your glory. As I decrease now, and Lord, I pray the Holy Spirit is increasing upon me now as I surrender to what you're about to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Somebody clap your hands and give God a praise. I want you to turn to your neighbor and give the neighbor the sermon title for today. It says, I'm taking it back. Come on with an attitude. Uh, look at somebody and said, I'm taking it back. Come on, look at your neighbor. Talk to your neighbor on this side. Talk to your neighbor. Say, I'm taking it back. Talk to your neighbor. Yes, 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 yes. You, talk to your neighbor on this side. Say, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. Come on. Talk to your neighbor. Say, I'm taking it back. Talk to your neighbor. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. Come on. Words of power, words of life. I'm taking it back. Come on. I'm taking it back. Come on. I'm taking it back. By way of homiletics, three points, ambushed by defeat. Point number two, seek the Lord. Point number three, it's time to recover all. By way of introduction, whenever the enemy appears in our lives, it always causes calamity. Life was going good for some of us until the enemy threw us a curveball. All of us desire perfect life, free from disappointment, discouragement, pain, disgrace, heartache, lack, sickness, financial burden, and suffering, just to name a few. Unfortunately, none of us can escape the wiles and the scheme of the enemy when God allows it. Because unequivocally, trials and tribulation will locate the best and the worst of us. Even if we have established a right relationship with the Almighty God. But do you know that when the enemy has robbed you of your joy, your peace, your happiness, your wealth, your health, and a sound mind, what do you do when you are robbed of these things? What do you do when things are going good and Satan decides to throw in a curveball? Ah, uh, brethren, I come by to announce this to this house that you're not going to sit down under your juniper tree, but you're going to rise up and you're going to take it back. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I want it all back. Come on, say, I want it all back. Everything that he stole from me, I want it all back. First Samuel records the history of Israel from the end of the age of the judges to the death of Saul, the first king of Israel's monarchy. The book opens up with Israel at one of its lowest point in history. During the conquest of the Canaan, uh, the tribe of Israel had not fully carried out God's command to drive out the Canaanites. Moral and spiritual failure resulted as a result of it. Thus God brought discipline through foreign nations. And at the end of the book, 
they, they were ready to anoint the second king because by now they had asked Jehovah for a king because you see God had it set up where they didn't need a king but they asked God for a king and so God gave them Saul and you see Saul had the right uh, I would say physical attributes for he was tall and he was handsome uh, but Saul had some issues uh, and so God rejected Saul and right there in the book uh, of Samuel you see now that David is now anointed but he's not appointed and so it brings me to my first point ambushed by defeat beloved what do you do when you're ambushed by defeat uh, David now uh, is anointed in first Samuel 16 and from the moment he was anointed all hell broke loose uh, and we know that uh, hell broke loose because Saul was still in position but Saul had some issues like I told you before and because God rejected him there was an unclean spirit that came upon him and David now was recruited to play the harp and anytime David played the harp the unclean spirit leave him but even though David was there playing the harp uh, to relieve him from this unclean spirit uh, Saul still had uh, some issues against David and even though David now is anointed uh, is not in position uh, and even though he was powerful and he's mighty and he loved God uh, and even though he is there doing what God told him to do uh, he's still facing all different trials and tribulation and so Saul wanted to kill him and he had to be on the run and the Bible said he now found himself at Gath in a hideout and David saved the king of Keliah but you see even though he's on the run he had to run away from the kingdom that he's now anointed to serve and he is running but God preserve 600 men to run with him now these 600 men you see were misfits they were nobodies they were outcasts and some considered these 600 men uh, as losers uh, but they joined up with David and they were living in the strongholds but the Bible said that these men became mighty men they started out as losers, uh, but they became mighty men. Uh, you see, because God uh, will use losers, and he will use the misfits, and he will use the outcasts. But you see, when the misfit and the outcasts and the losers connected to one that is anointed, it just changed their course and it just changed their direction uh, some of you were at a place and because you have joined up yes with Adonai ministries God has changed your course uh, some of you may have came in needed different things from God but because you came into the anointing God began to do something for you oh yeah baby the church is not perfect but there's a glory here yeah we're not perfect but there's an anointing here yeah we have not yet arrived but I can tell you there's some testimonies in our midst because wherever the anointing is outcasts don't stay as outcasts
drunkards and misfits don't continue as misfits and losers will become winners and so David is on the run with the 600 men and you see Saul knew that David was a mighty man of valor and so he had 3,000 men after him to kill him and look at this and I'm going somewhere to tell you how they, they got at Ziklag and so right there he is following after to kill David because you see he's threatened and he is insecure because he got something to do but he didn't do it right and so what happened now God is about to raise up David uh, but you see he does not want to release the mantle and he does not want uh, to speak into David life he does not want to submit to what God is doing and so instead of submitting he decided to kill David can I tell you you can't kill what God ordained to live you can send 3,000 men you can send 5,000 men you can send demons but if God already declared that it shall live you can't kill what God already ordained to live so David found himself in the land of the Philistine and he came to the town called Ziklag. Now Ziklag was located by Negev and it's a region that is south of the kingdom of Judah and David now was permitted to stay there because by this time Israel is going through a lot of different issues and now the Philistines is coming against them and David had nowhere to hide and so he made some kind of agreement and and with the the king and the king says okay you can stay here with your 600 men you can stay right here at Ziklag with your 600 men and the Bible said that David stayed there for one year and four months uh, now he find himself camping uh, in in a nation that's supposed to be Israel's enemy because where God have called him to they have rejected him uh, they have rejected him and the king has rejected him and so he now find himself uh, in the enemy's camp working for the enemy he was a fugitive on the run a fugitive on the run and by this time the Lord had departed from Saul but Saul was still holding on and right now uh, it was time now for them to fight against Israel and David is now living with the Philistine and the men says listen David I don't want you to come to war with us lest you change your minds and you turn against us and so I don't want you to come because we're about to destroy the Israelites good God Almighty and so they sent David back with the 600 men ah, sent him back with the 600 men and now he came to Ziklag and when he got to Ziklag he realized that the town had been invaded and they have looted the town uh, they took their wives they took their children they took their possession uh, they took their money they took everything uh, that they had and then left them to die ah uh, because uh, when things are taken from you you sometimes don't die physically but you die emotionally and you die some people will die spiritually uh, I'm 
have you ever been at a place of despair? Uh, now he is on the run. Israel rejected him. The Philistines rejected him. And now uh, he comes back to the place, a little place that they said, okay, nobody wants you around, but I'm going to let you stay right here. And he comes back to the place just to cool off because now they don't want him to fight but he's a fighter he's a man of war and so they sent him back and David now come back to the place and found that he has lost everything what do you do when you get to a place when you have lost everything? What do you do when you get to a place where you feel like you have been defeated? What do you do when you're on the front line fighting and so many things are coming at you that it brings you to a place of despair and disappointed? Can you imagine as a leader leading 600 angry men that said, David, uh, had you not bring us here, then everything would have been okay. Uh, remember now, he has nobody on his side because everybody has deserted him. And right in the midst of his calamity, now you find that the sick 600 men that were supporting him now turn against him and said, David, ah, you shouldn't have. And it's one thing for them to be bitter, but they were angry. They were so angry that they took up stones uh, to stone him to death. So right now he is at Ziklag. And he is at his wit end because of the position that he is. He's anointed, ah, but he's not appointed. He's anointed, but there is trouble on every side. I come by to tell you that you see the anointing uh, can be powerful, but many times you're anointed but the appointment hasn't come and right in between the anointing and the appointment God is gonna test you oh God is gonna test you I know some of you like to pray for the power and I know some of you like to pray for the gifts and I know some of you like to pray for a move oh but when you pray you better get ready because the God that we serve when he anoints you he's gonna test you before he appoints you and when he tests you he's gonna test out what is in your spirit what is way down in your spirit oh good God Almighty because when you're anointed you can't be sustained by people because people will change if they haven't changed yet they can change tomorrow once you step in the anointing make sure it's the anointing and it's not people because when they pull the rug you're gonna feel the pain but God is saying to David I've anointed you I brought you to Ziklag yes you're in despair yes you may feel defeated yes you feel discouraged yes you feel like giving up and yes you have nobody on your side trouble on every side because sometimes the same people you're fighting for are the same people are fighting you sometimes the people that you pray for are the people that curse you sometimes the people that you cry for go 
Lord God Almighty. I hail every pastor. I hail every bishop. I hail every leader. Because it is hard when the outside is fighting. But good God Almighty, it's a pain when the inside is fighting. Can I go deeper? That's why God says you must have a unified front. And he used the figurative language of the body. Because anytime the body begins to fight against your own body, prepare your funeral. Write down your funeral. Write down your date. Because death is coming. You can't stay in the inside, baby, and fight and expect to live. Good God Almighty, don't look for sustenance from people, but you better look for sustenance from God. For I will look towards the hills from whence cometh my help. For my help is coming not from men, it's coming from God. Yes! So David found himself at Ziklag, found himself at a place where everybody has deserted him. You know the anointing attracts? People will stand with you when things are going good. But I've already made my list. When things are going good, people will come and they will hail you. And they will make you feel good. But act like you're defeated. Good God Almighty, I feel sorry for you. Because when people smell defeat, they will run away from you. They will stand back and watch. Instead of engage, they will stand back and watch. But I'm so glad that this church is not a church that we got some people in Adonai they ain't gonna stand back and watch good God Almighty I know the world may want Adonai to stand back and watch but there's some people man they get in the game they're in it with you in the good times in the bad times, when you're down, when you're up, good God Almighty, they're like a shadow, not gonna leave you. If you rock this way, they rock with you. If you drop out, they're gonna drop out with you. If you're standing, they're gonna stand with you. Good God Almighty, I like those people because that denotes that you're really, you're really, you're really, you're really, 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 a friend, a friend, a friend, a friend, a friend, a friend. So now he's at Ziklag and they deserted him. And David now uh, realized, he said, okay, uh, I've lost everything. Uh, and I was trying to help Saul and I saved him a couple times, but he don't respect me and he don't respect my anointing. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, I know I have no fight left and I know everybody has uh, deserted me. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And I know what it is to feel like you have no fight left. This was one of the weeks when I felt like I had no fight left. I, and I remember I was in the car, can I testify? And Latavia said to me, uh, Mommy, you know what I noticed with you? You're always thinking about everybody else and yourself last. Ah, uh, yes. And I felt like David, like I had no fight left. Uh, but what I admire about David is that when you develop 
a relationship with the Almighty God and you feel like there's no fight left. You see, there's some people in the Christian arena when there's no fight left, they sit down under their juniper tree with a pity party. Uh, they're like Elijah under the juniper tree. Poor pretty me, look under me, look at me under my juniper tree. Do you see me crying? Do you see me under my juniper tree? Have you noticed me under my juniper tree? But you got another set of group of people that they gotta hit. Satan hit them down. Ah, they might be there for a minute or two, but then they got an epiphany. They say, oh, I just forgot, I'm a flesh will fail me, men shall fail me, men will say all manner of evil against me, men will desert me, men will give up on me, men will talk about me, they'll backbite me, they'll cast me down, they will lick me down, oh, 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 but I have a God. I have a God, I have God, I have God. And so David, you see, was always a worshiper. He was always on the backside of a mountain uh, by himself with his sheep. And so they didn't know who they were messing with. I told you some people, they will fold under, but you have another set. Just give them some time because when you hit them, they're gonna bounce right back up again. Good God Almighty, you know what happened? Uh, David says, oh, let me reflect. You see, sometimes when you're under your juniper tree, you need to reflect and be reminded of what God has done. When Satan come to you and tell you all manner of evil, go back down into memory lane. Uh, remind me, lest I forget. Remind me, just begin to remind yourself. For I remember when, and I remember when, and I remember when, and I remember when. And the same God that did it then is the same God that's gonna do it now. David said, wait a second, I'm reminded. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting a memory. For I was on the backside of the mountain and the beer came, but I took my hand and I ripped up the beer. Good God Almighty, I was on the run. And when I was on the run, I didn't just kill a thousand, but I killed 10,000 because David was a warrior. And you can't miss with a warrior. But he wasn't just a warrior, he was a God warrior, a kingdom warrior, a spiritual warrior. Yes, a warrior. He was a warrior. Warrior. Don't provoke a warrior. But the same strategy that killed the beer, shut down the beer, shut down the beer. The same strategy that mash up Goliath, lick him down. Lick him for six, mash him up, flatten him. You don't know who you're messing with. I'ma go back, I'ma go back, I'ma go back. I'ma seek God, I'ma seek God, I'ma seek God. For it was a me that win the battle, but it's a God in me, the hope of glory. Don't trouble the anointing, don't trouble the anointing, don't mess with the anointing, don't mess with the anointing. It's the anointing that mash up the yoke. It's the anointing that pull down stronghold. It's the anointing that change things. It's the anointing, it's the anointing. Oh, good God Almighty. David says, I'ma do one thing I always do. They left me, poor me, to die. They wanna see my defeat. They laugh with me, but they wish me death. 
yeah they're not gonna stand with me because they sense like I'm about to lose the battle and when your enemies sense that you're about to lose the battle you better make sure you know your God so David said I must seek the Lord so David went down discouraged the men wanted to kill him yeah 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 the kingdom was waiting yeah but the uh, Saul says you're not getting it yes and the same people that he's supposed to lead are the same people that is coming after him but David says I must seek the Lord but the Bible says he encouraged himself and he began to seek the Lord I begin I think he began to call out I can hear him say yeah 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 you lick me Satan but I will bless the Lord at all times his praises shall continuously be in my mouth for I'm gonna look towards the hills from whence cometh my help for he that dwelleth in the secret place shall abide under the shadow of the almighty power I will call on the Lord I'm a call on him I will call him I'm a seek him I seek him in the morning seek him in my pain seek him in my distress seek him in my despair I'm gonna seek him I'm gonna seek him with everything that I have I'm gonna seek him I'm a seek him you can talk about me yes I'm broken yes nothing ain't happening for me you laugh at me laugh me the scorn but I know that I have an altar I got me an altar I got me an altar and what I love about God he has mercy on whom he will have mercy for he says I'm not gonna leave you not gonna forsake you but wherever you are I'm gonna be there in the good times in the bad times when I'm down when I'm out when I'm frustrated when I want to give up when I'm losing my mind when I got no fight left I got no fight left but God but God he look beyond my faults and he show my needs am I seeking am I seeking I'm a seeking, discouraged, but I'm a seeking, broken, but I'm a seeking, feel like giving up, but I'm a seeking, I'm a seeking, I'm a seeking, for the Bible says, for thus says, the Lord to the house of Israel, seek me and live, seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he is near but from there you will seek the Lord your God and he will find him if you search after him with your whole heart with your whole soul Deuteronomy 429 uh, in Hebrews 11:6. without faith it's impossible to please God for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. David said, leave me. I'm a seek him. I'm a seek him. I'm a worship him. I'm going to pour my love on him. I'm going to give him my all. And so he went to the Lord. And he said to the Lord, should I go and pursue them don't trouble Zion he said he said to God God they came and they ravaged they took everything from me and God I want to know if it's okay because sometimes you allow Satan to allow things to be taken from you but God if it's you that has ordained it 
for them to take everything from me. I'm going to sit and wait until you want to give it back to me. Because if you allow them to take it away, anything you've taken away, you're going to give it back. And you see, David says, I don't want to go pursue if you didn't send me to pursue. Because if it's your doing, it's going to be for my good. Sometimes we pray the wrong prayer. We pray the prayer not for God's perfect will, but for permissible will. But when you pray, you say, God, Jesus was in the garden and everything was coming at him. He said, let this cup pass. Uh, not my will, but let your will be done. God will put you in a place of a squeeze. He will put you in some places uh, where sometimes you think it's the devil, but it's not the devil. It's God that has allowed it for his glory. For he allowed Joseph to go in the pit for his glory. Oh, who am I talking to? He allowed, oh good God Almighty, this situation to happen. Oh, good God, to root and to Naomi because he was getting ready to graft in the Gentiles. Good God Almighty, anything that God set up is for a reason. And you must ask God, is it you or is it Satan? For if it's you, I will know how to act. But if it's Satan, if it's Satan, I want it back. I want it back because he's vetoed, he's disallowed, he's encroaching, he has taken some things and God didn't give him no permission. He just show up and just ambush and take when he thinks them and stand up like him a boss, stand up strong like him a man. So David said to God, I'm a man of war. You put that anointing on me. You see, David was a warrior. And when Saul wanted to kill him, he had to send 3,000 men because he's a warrior. He busts up teeth, mash up armies. Once David is in the battle, it's never a loss. Once David is coming, rebel. Don't trouble Zion. Don't trouble Zion. Sometimes you trouble the wrong person. Don't trouble. I said, don't trouble. Don't trouble. So he said, God, just tell me. Because you need to understand, once God permits you going, he already sent the angelic host to support you. And that's why it's important not to fight in your own strength or to engage unethical spiritual strategies because you will lose. But if you know that God has said yes, the Lord said to him, David, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. Not some, you know, but you're gonna recover all. And so the Bible said that David now took the 600 men. I'm about to close. And when he took the 600 men, he said, God says, we must go take it back. Everything that the Amalekites came and take back, we're gonna take it back. And the Bible says, 
that David now took the 600 men. Oh, but you see, 200 was too discouraged. You don't take discouragement to war. Discouragement is a spirit. And you can't fight when you're discouraged. That's why you see, I don't like to feel discouraged. I try to keep my spirit up because it's a spiritual battle. And if I'm discouraged, I'm going to lose sensitivity in the realm of the supernatural because all I'm going to do is have a pity party and think about everything bad that was done to me. But when soldiers go war, you strengthen yourself, man. You strengthen yourself. David says, you come after me. You may not want to encourage me. David said, I'm going to encourage myself. I'm going to take it back. He said, you 200, you too discouraged. You better stand back because it's war. It's war. You can't come. David said to the 400, let's go march in the camp like a warrior because God is on my side. And if God is on my side, I'm a boss. Not gonna go in like I'm afraid. Not afraid, not afraid, not afraid. I said, I'm not afraid, not afraid. I'm gonna go in the camp like a warrior because I'm a warrior, a Christian warrior with me weapon in a me right hand. You rob me of my things. You trouble my wives. You take my stuff and I want it back. I want it back. I want it back. I want back everything Satan take from me. Adonai, stand on your feet and says, it's time to recover. It's time to take it back. I'ma take it back. Want back my job. Want my children. Want my finances. Want my health. I want my wealth. I want my mind. I want it back. I want it back. Not something. Everything. I said everything. Everything. Speak to it now. Speak to it now. I said speak. Speak to it. I said speak to it. I said speak to it. Speak to it now. Speak to it now. I said speak. Speak over it now. I want it back. I want it back. I want it all back. Give me back my stuff. Give me back my stuff. Take it back. Yes. For I went to the enemy's camp and I take back everything he stole from me. Want it back. I said, I want it back. I said, I want it back. I said, I want it back. Want it back. Taking it back. Taking it back. Taking it back. I'm taking it back. I said, take it back. Take it back. Take back your joy. Take back your peace. Take it back. 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 Take it. 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 Koraba setarabaya. Ribosaya. Ronda Rabosaya. Come on, take it, take it, take it back, take it back, take it back, Adonai. Speak to it now, take it back, take it back, take back your husband. I said, take it back, take it back, I said, take it back. I'm recovering all, I'm recovering all. I want it, I said, I want it, I want it, I want it. I want it, everything, everything, I want it, I want it.
want to tell you something. You see, when we come to church, take me down. Don't sit here. You see, when, I, when we come to church, it's not just to come and hear the message, you know. If you come with some stuff, you can't leave with the same stuff that you come with because the anointing must locate and recover everything that Satan has taken. I want you to start thinking about it. I want you to start speaking. For I decree and I declare it over this house that everything that Satan has robbed Adonai ministry of, I decree and I declare it now that there's a move coming to this church. I decree and I declare that overflow is coming to this church. I decree and I declare that backsliders are coming back. I decree and I declare unsaved people are coming. I decree and I declare our finances just shift. I decree and I declare there's some six digits coming behind our money. I decree and I declare that health is restored. I decree and I declare every discouraged spirit is going now in Jesus' name. I decree, I declare, good God Almighty, encouragement. I decree and I declare togetherness. I decree and I declare breakthrough. Breakthrough. I say breakthrough now. Clap your hands like this. Now you can dance. Take it back. Take it.
So we met David at Ziklag. And I'm closing in conclusion. Broken, discouraged, disappointed, weak, devastated, and depressed. He was at a breaking point in his life, career, and ministry. And at a pivotal point in his life where his decision could break him or make him. Or could it be that God thrust him in a test to see what his attitude would be like when he's at a breaking point? Beloved, what is your attitude at your breaking point? Have you encouraged yourself? And have you decided to seek the Lord? So your answer to these questions will determine whether or not you're on the winning side. Lord, we approach you in humility and love. We adore, honor, and magnify you. We exalt your holy and matchless name. We glorify and we acknowledge your supremacy and your sovereignty. We extend honor to you, majestic Lord, the only wise God who is the ruler of the universe, the true and living God who sent his son as a propitiation to die for our sins. You alone is God. And so we give you all the glory, the honor, and the recognition. According to Genesis 1.26, we arise to take dominion upon the earth. Lord, clothe us in your righteousness, creating us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. According to your tender mercies, blot out our transgressions. According to your word, you have given us power to tread upon scorpions. We tread upon every scorpion coming to poison our breakthrough. You said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they are mighty in God to pull down strongholds. Lord, pull down every stronghold in our lives in Jesus' name. Uh, in Psalm 3 verse 3 you said but thou O Lord art a shield for me my glory and the lifter up of my head uh, Lord we arise in our dominion and we take authority knowing that you are our shield and our buckler I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against around me round about me arise O Lord save me O my God for thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly Lord, you told Jehoshaphat that the battle is not his, but the battle is yours. And so, Lord, we give you our battles today in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple, to bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adonaiministries.ca, to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one, six, four, seven, eight, eight, two, nine, seven, zero, eight, right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, Transforming lives for the kingdom of God.
Throw in the time. 